Amen. Um, what I want to do is encourage you this morning for a few moments uh, out of the book of 1 Peter, in chapter number 1 and verse 3. We're going to look at the Word of God because we're celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the most significant event that took place uh, in mankind's history, and that is uh, our faith. That is what we believe. And so we're celebrating here this morning to give God uh, the glory that he deserves. Why? Because for you and I, he has conquered death, he has conquered hell, and he's given us the promise uh, of eternity with him. And this morning, our hope is based upon the promises of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith and our hope is based upon the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Peter, in chapter 1, in verse 3, this is what Peter writes. He says, praise. Praise be to the, to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from uh, the dead. You see, this morning, it is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ that brings you and I hope uh, when things look terribly bad. In this day and in this season, we're able to stand uh, here this morning in your cars, be in your cars today, and uh, know that no matter how dark things seem, uh, that through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we have a hope that can't be taken away by any lie or deception or even event that takes place uh, in uh, the world. You see, the resurrection of Jesus is a message of salvation to all of those who are lost and without hope. We're living in a world where people are desperate for truth. They're desperate for understanding, and they're desperate for hope, especially for tomorrow. We're living in a day when the resurrection message of Jesus Christ is a message of restored faith. For those who maybe are discouraged because of what's taking place uh, in our world today, I want to tell you this morning uh, that your faith can be established uh, through the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word uh, of God. The resurrection message is a message uh, of purpose and destiny. We read the disciples uh, as uh, they gathered, they were in the house after Jesus' crucifixion, and they were in fear behind uh, closed doors, the Bible tells us. And I'm sure what was going through their mind was that they were wondering, what about our future? What about all those things that Jesus spoke to us about? What about our destiny? And because it was a time of crisis, there was a, a, possibly the enemy lying to them about what was going to happen next. And so there may be some, maybe here this morning, or maybe watching 
on one of our social media platforms that you're wondering uh, about your life and your future. Well, you can stop wondering here this morning because we serve a God who is alive. Uh, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, uh, has given his life uh, that we can have a hope uh, for our future, for our family's future, our children's future, and a destiny through his word. And the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, is a message uh, of compassion uh, and mercy. I thank God for his mercy and for his grace. When he loved us while we were unlovable, while he cared about us uh, when we were lost in sin. And I think about him on the cross that uh, as he cried out uh, to God, the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Perfect picture of God's love and God's mercy this morning. And my prayer today for each and every one of you here this morning is that you would allow the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ to not only just be a simple Bible story, but yet the reality that because he is risen from the dead and that he defeated death and hell, the Spirit of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of each and every single one of us here today. And we can hold on to that promise by faith uh, that whatever comes against us, uh, God's grace and God's mercy we can have a hope uh, of a future. And so I, I entitled this sermon, Dare to Believe. Because we need to dare to believe when circumstances may seem dark and the future might look gloomy and bleak that through the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ that we celebrate not only on this day, but every single day wherever we might be, in our home, at your job, online at school, if that's the case right now, at your home or your apartment, that you can still have faith and dare to believe that the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ is our hope through his power this morning. Maybe your faith has been shaken. Maybe your trust and resolved has uh, kind of uh, been moved a little bit in the wrong direction, and you're struggling with fear and uncertainty. Today, because of what we celebrate, the resurrection of a risen Savior, no matter what condition you might find your faith in this morning, might be weak, it might be on the borderline, if some are honest uh, this morning, I want to tell you something. That through Jesus Christ, I want to dare you to believe in spite of what you're feeling, in spite of what you're sensing, in spite of what the media says, in spite of what world leaders say, that uh, we serve a God who goes beyond the natural understanding, uh, a supernatural God uh, that raised his son, Jesus Christ, from the dead to prove to the world uh, that he is the only one and true living God. 
And you see, when we understand that, it's God's word that re-energizes our faith and the truth becomes a reality. Not just words on paper, but they become a reality of the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think about the angels, those two angels that were in uh, the tomb, the empty tomb. And uh, the women came to that empty tomb in in Luke chapter number 24. And uh, in verses 5 through 8, he says, Why are you here? Why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here. But he is risen. Remember, now he's asking them to re-energize their, their faith and begin to remember what Jesus said. You know, we have a tendency through crisis and through difficulties to forget what God said about us, who we are, and what his promises are for us. And he goes on, these two men begin to speak to these women And he says, remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And it says, and they remembered his words. You see, through the trials the hardships and difficulties, we need to press forward and allow the Spirit of God to re-energize our faith so we can remember every single day, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I may be hurting right now. Things might look bleak right now, but I remember what God's Word says. Uh, He will never leave me, and He's not going to forsake me, uh, that I am a child uh, of God. And whenever we hear the truth of God's Word, maybe for the first time, for some of you watching, maybe even here today, For the first time, you're hearing the gospel of truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Or maybe it's today you find yourself in a particular difficulty in life. We have a choice to allow the Spirit of God to re-energize our faith to the word of God's truth or to still allow doubt, circumstances, and unbelief begin to rule our lives. You see, dare to believe here this morning that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that his word does not change, he does not compromise on his word, that it is consistent, and if we dare to believe what God's word says, he will see us through Because when you dare to believe and your faith is re-energized to God's truth, understanding and revelation begins to take place. It's the revelation that comes by the Spirit of God in Ephesians. In chapter number 1, the Apostle Paul writes these words in verse 17. He says that, May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling 
and the exceeding greatness of his power and the fullness of his body. You see, when you dare to believe and you accept the truth of God's word, no matter what you see, hear, feel, or think, I want to let you know that uh, understanding will begin to become real in your life about your situation. And you'll begin to understand God has everything under control. There is nothing too difficult for God. Nothing too, too hard for God to get involved uh, and take care of in our lives. You see, when the women came to the disciples, because we're talking about understanding and revelation, being energized, the Bible tells us that they spoke to the apostles and uh, that they didn't want to believe them that they looked at them as they were telling fables or stories, and they couldn't understand what these women were saying. And in Luke chapter 24, there's the account in verse 10. It said, uh, and the words appeared in their sight as idle talk, and they disbelieved them. You know, the world wants you and I to look at the word of God as just idle talk. He wants us, the world wants us to look at the promises of God as only being fairy tales and nice little stories. But I'll tell you what, when you dare to believe that the word of God is inspired uh, by the Holy Spirit, uh, there is nothing uh, that can shut it out uh, and you'll be, have understanding in your life during whatever situation, circumstance you would find yourself in. But I like Peter. You know, Peter was always kind of set apart. He always had his own little mindset. He got rebuked by Jesus a lot of times. Have you ever been rebuked by God? I have a lot of times. And here's a man, Peter, who's been rebuked a lot of times by the Lord and corrected and kind of had his own way of doing things. He rises up because he's there with the apostles. And it says about Peter... But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he departed to his home, wondering at that which was time was come to pass. Peter rose up against circumstances. He listened because the seed of God's word was planted in his life. And when God plants his seed in your life through his word, the devil, he wants to come and lie. The enemy of our faith wants to come and discourage. But I want to tell you here this morning uh, that when that seed is re-energized, uh, that faith, that size of a mustard seed, uh, there is no lie that the enemy can bring against you that's going to cause you to want to not believe God's promises. God's word opens up our understanding and leads us to find hope and peace during times of crisis. Luke chapter 24 and verse 36, Jesus defeated death. He defeats uh, the grave. And he's speaking to the disciples and he says, uh, Jesus said himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace be to you. 
When the word of God is energized, the truth of God's word is energized in your life. That mustard seed, uh, the size of a grain of a mustard seed is energized by the spirit of God. You can go through difficult times with peace that's going to rule your life. Peace, not like the world gives and not like the world gives can take away, but it's only peace that comes through a relationship with the risen Savior, that resurrection peace uh, that comes through Jesus Christ. And the more we experience the reality of God's power, resurrection power in our lives, the written word uh, in our lives, that's why it's so important that during these times that we get into our word don't allow ourselves to become complacent because maybe we can't gather inside an empty building. But I'll tell you what, not only is our building empty, the tomb that Jesus Christ was empty also. Why? Because he rose again. And you and I, when we have the truth of God's word energized in our life, wherever we are, it doesn't matter. God's peace can reign in our lives. And lastly, here this morning, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ was a demonstration of God's love for you and for me. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were lost in our ugliness and those things that kept us captivated by sin, God still sent his only begotten son, John 3, 16, that if we believe in him, we would not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening here this morning, us outside of this parking lot, I want to tell you, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, what we're celebrating here this morning is the power of God's love for you. That if you say a prayer and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sin and that you acknowledge him as the son of God, that he will forgive your sins and that your name will be written in the book of life. It's as simple as that this morning. God's desire here today as we celebrate Resurrection Sunday is to open our understanding enlightenment, so that we can see and experience God's love. I sense, even though you folks are in your cars, I sense the power of God's love here in this parking lot right now. I sense the power of God's love flowing through each and every automobile and the families here today. The power of God's love overshadowing and overpowering the lives of the enemy more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. In a world that's torn apart by conflict, by fear and division, God has chosen to express his love to you and I through the resurrection power of his love. That we can love like God loves us unconditionally, without conditions, he showed us how to love one another unconditionally also. And that was through him 
dying on the cross, taking our sins upon him and uh, going through the pain and suffering because he loved us so, so much. And this is the message that we need to take wherever we are throughout the day is let people know that what we celebrate is the resurrection power of God's love. 1 John chapter 4 and in verse 8, the scripture says, the one who does not love does not know God. For God is love. By this, the love of God was manifested or made known in us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. God loved us before we loved him. Every single one of us here this morning and watching online. He loved us before we even thought about loving him. And he sent his son to be that sin offering for us. Thank God for the love of his son, Jesus Christ. And in the resurrection power of God's love, it can overcome evil, despair, and destroys the power of sin. When we're able to get that revelation and allow the Spirit of God to re-energize us so that we can dare to believe the Word of God and the power of God's love in any circumstance, we'll be able to fulfill His purpose for our lives. The disciples, once they realized and understood that Jesus truly did raise from the dead, their understanding of their calling and their purpose was re-energized. I want to challenge you here this morning. Don't allow fear. Don't allow misunderstanding. Don't allow circumstances to begin to tear away at your destiny and purpose for why God saved you. You are a child of God. He's called you to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And during this time, do not allow anything to keep you from sharing the word of God. Let your faith be re-energized. I love uh, what the Word of God says in Acts chapter 4. And uh, the first, that whole chapter started from verse, verse number 1 all the way through. Talks about uh, the disciples, Peter and John, and they're preaching. And the people didn't like them preaching. The religious folks didn't want them preaching. And so they had them arrested. And we know the story how they come before the Sanhedrin and there the folks are and asking them what you're doing and you can't do this and who gives you the power to, to preach and why are you doing this? And when it comes down to it, they didn't know what to do with them. Just like us here today. Who gives us the power to be here today? I'll tell you who. Jesus Christ, uh, the Word of God, gives you and I the authority to be able to be here this morning and worship Him. Even if it's in our cars God's power is here today. And I like what Peter said to those religious folks 
when they said, you can't do this anymore, stop it. He said, well, I'll leave it up to you to choose what is right. But for us, we have to do what God says is right. And so we're going to continue preaching the word of God. We're going to continue telling people about Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, no matter what might come against us. I want to encourage you as I close this out this morning, before we take communion, I want us to pray. And I want you to dare to believe this morning for believe God for whatever is needed in your life. What is it as we pray right now before God and his Holy Spirit? What are the areas in your life that maybe are causing you to be so desperate, causing you to maybe waver or to wonder how is this going to end? What's going to take place? I want you to dare to believe that the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who on the third day rose from the dead, knows your need, knows what it is that you may be struggling with, understands the pain you may be experiencing of that losing that loved one. God knows the pain that you're sensing. And I want to dare you this morning to open your life. As I ministered on Good Friday, Jesus, in both his humanity and Godness, was on the cross and cried out, God, why, Father, have in me? And then the very next phrase, he says, into, my, into your hands I commend my body, my life. I want you to do that this morning. Whatever it is that's tormenting you, that's causing you pain, Jesus Christ took it upon himself on the cross of Calvary. And he took it to the grave where he defeated it. And if we dare to believe that area in your life that God has given you power through his word and by his faith to defeat in Jesus' name that tormenting spirit, that lie of the enemy, that spirit of discouragement and doubt in Jesus' name will be defeated. Hallelujah. Maybe you're here right now. In the name of Jesus, repeat this prayer after me. If you haven't said it yet, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ and ask him to forgive your sins because you know that you need help, you know that you need a miracle, then repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, I accept you as the Son of God. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. In the name of Jesus. 
Amen and amen.